honest to God, I cannot get Fucking professional. It's a vampire film. I cannot <laughs> get professional mic workers in this house. Sorry. Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to record a podcast. Immature. Insensitive. What are you doing? <clears throat> I think he's trying to kiss me. Go sit on the couch, asshole. I'm watching. You're watching what? The 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 audio spike? It's yeah, not going to stay there forever because I need to look at the script. Yeah. So go sit on the couch, asshole. No, go sit on the couch I'm and look cute. Bluetooth it to your phone. We'll talk to you in like an hour. I'll sit there, yeah. Yeah, whatever. We'll look at you and then you'll look back at me and you'll think, wow, what a handsome devil. I don't like that finger. That's really rude. Now you get nothing. Hi, welcome to Navi Tales. Hi. That was actually arguably our best cold open ever. Yeah. Because we're just yelling at bro. Because we're just yelling at bro. We have my nearest and dearest friend and one of Nick's close friends, bro, in the audience tonight. Wave hi, bro. <laughs> I'll put some I'll put some claps in post for you. Some cheering. But uh so he is going to listen to us, and if he talks again, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> um, anyway, you are listening to Navi Tales. We are a video game lore podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Nick. And today, we are going to be talking about the worst video game lore I think I've ever looked at, Five Nights at Freddy's. Nick, you ever play these games? Uh, No, but I know a shit ton about them, because I've watched... A lot of people play them, and I've watched a lot of lore shit on them. I have only ever played them on my phone. I think I remember you telling me that. <laughs> it's like, they came out on the phone, and I got like an iTunes gift card, but I paid for Spotify, so I wasn't going to use the iTunes gift card to buy music, because I already pay for like all the music. Yeah. So I... uh You were just like, let me get games. Got a bunch of games, and I got all five, or at that time, I think it was four. Five Nights at Freddy's games, and oh man, it is butts. The the games are fun, I guess, but um, not designed for phones. Phones. <laughs> I, uh, and let me tell you, the games are kind of butts. Uh, if you don't know anything about the Five Nights at Freddy's games, they are these this weird kind of jump scare horror. Because I can't think of another word to call it. Yeah, it's pretty much. Jump They're scare. not like it's all about building anxiety, and then they go boo, and you get ah. Or, you if, you're a, about it on or the if you're a YouTuber, you yell a lot louder than I just yelled, and uh, you just, you you yell you you deal with it on the internet, um, <laughs> racking them views. Yeah, so you you, you just look at it to uh, just fuck. Where was I? <laughs> God, I'm a walking dare ad. Some days, um, you, you remember dare? What you remember dare? Yeah, dude, I really want a dare T-shirt. Same. The irony behind me wearing a dare t-shirt. Did you ever take home like the lion? Like, the, it was, did you ever have like a stuffed lion with this t-shirt that you like took home? Yeah, I feel like I vaguely remember that. Why are you triggering my memories? Because you brought it up. I don't remember what you did with it. I know you had like brought it home for like a week or something, and you had to like do something with it for credit. Dude, I've repressed all of grade school. Why are you bringing this back up? Because <laughs> my fun. emotions are bubbling. My therapist is gonna be pissed at you. No, that's not true. He loves me. But he does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really want a dare shirt as an adult. Except when I wear it now, it'll be ironically. I um, <laughs> take that, take that dare. But I uh, the government. Yeah. So 
Five Nights at Freddy's, YouTuber's Paradise, blah, blah, blah. If you don't know anything about the lore of Five Nights at Freddy's, don't feel bad. No one does. Um, Matt Pat or uh, his YouTube channel named Game Theorist uh, has done, I think, 16 videos or something like that. Some dumb number. Some ridiculous Trying amount. to break down the lore of this game because he claims it's dense and it all makes sense. Uh, I think Scott Cawthorn doesn't know how to write a fucking story, but that's just me. I, um, but, uh, the lore is at the very least there. So it'd be interesting at times. So yeah, it's just a pain in the ass to try and figure out. Yeah. Because it's so, there's some games where the lore is kind of in the background of it, but it's still there. Uh, Dark Souls is a good example of that in Bloodborne. Uh, but Dark Souls much more than Bloodborne because Dark Bloodborne I feel like has more cutscenes. Yeah. But uh, Dark Souls, the lore for Dark Souls is in the background, but it's still present. The lore for Five Nights at Freddy's I feel like is trying to do that, but hasn't mastered the art of it. Right. Where like they're trying to put the story in the background, but the story in the background is so vague that it's very difficult to put together. But they're trying. So, like, I got to commend the effort because it almost is more effort than putting a direct story in a fucking game. But at the same time, it's uh, not the best. I uh, named the... we we. I'm going to peel behind, peel back the curtain real quick. Nick and I uh, write in Google Docs a lot. That's where we put all of our uh, notes for the show and our scripts and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's just easier for both of us to work yeah, on it. So we can both he can edit my mess and deal with all that. Um and the name for this document is FNAF Lore, God help me. <laughs> and the first line of the document is this lore is a mess and I fucking hate it. I wrote it. And that's how I truly feel. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I don't know if I hate I kind of hate part of it. But <laughs> it's definitely a mess. It's definitely a mess. So with that being said, this is the best that I could get right now. Yep. There isn't a lot of FNAF 6 in it, because it seems to me that the Five Nights at Freddy's lore community only knows what the fuck is up when MatPat comes out with his most recent video, which he hasn't done yet, and I bet fucking money will come up tonight. Yep. Because we are recording this episode before it. Yep. It'll so, come up like tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not, this is probably the least confident I've ever been in telling the story of a game for no other reason, but I have had so many contradicting sources on it. Like I do probably more research than anyone thinks I do for these. Um, so, and usually it's pretty easy. Like by the end of it, I have a lot of the research memorized. Uh, this one I don't, and I listened and read hours of bullshit for this fucking lore, and this is, I think, the best I can do. If it's wrong, I don't give a shit, <laughs> because em. we're never talking about Five Nights at Freddy's again after this. Until we have to wrap up sick stuff. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so it all starts in 1973. Fred Bear's Family Diner opens. This is a family diner, obviously, that had mascots like you'd find at Chuck E. Cheese, which 
low-key, Chuck E. Cheese was my shit growing up, and that's why I like the visual style of Five Nights at Freddy's. The concept of killer... Fast, uh, like, killer... Animatronics. Animatronics, I think is brilliant. Oh, yeah, I like that, too. Whoever came up with that, Scott Cawthorn, obviously. That is such a good fucking idea. Because those things are... <laughs> Terrifying. So, so scary. So... I, I've always really liked that aspect of it. And I don't get me wrong. I there are parts of the lore that I really think are cool. Uh, a lot of the character design I think is brilliant. Like I'm a huge fan of what Springtrap looks like. We'll get to him. But uh, yeah, they um, they're great. I love Chuck E. Cheese growing up, but the animatronics spooky as hell. <sighs> so these mascots for Fred Bear's Family Diner were both mechanical and could be worn as suits. Achieved. Through a spring lock mechanism, holding back the mechanical parts of the suit. The two original mascots were Fredbear and Bonnie the Bunny. There was also a marionette that was used for security purposes. Um, a lot of this stuff isn't super in-depth either. Yeah. So I don't know why they chose a marionette for security purposes. It must have had an AI or something. I'm not diving into that. It's just how it was. I feel like it would just like popped up at some point and then he was just like, shit, I'd need a reason for this to be here. It was a security robot. Um, so then we have William Afton, who will play a major role in all of this. He, he's the, I would argue he is the main antagonist of the series. <clears throat> uh, yes, that, that's a good way to put it. Um, he was the business pa- uh, partner for the other owner, Henry. Um, while Fast... Ugh, not fast bears. There's too many fucking names in this place in this <sighs> series, and they're all so similar. Yeah, and, and then that doesn't even get down to the fact that we have like Golden Freddy, Withered Freddy, Nightmare Freddy, Sixteen Bears, or Molten like that. Freddy. It's bullshit. It's I'm getting triggered. I'm like <laughs> a paragraph and a half in. So while Fred Bears was open, uh. He killed the daughter of Henry without Henry knowing uh, in the alleyway outside of the building uh, to the restaurant. Uh, this led the marinette to try to protect her, but uh, ultimately failed in this, and it was because it was trapped in the music box playing by other, played by other children. Um, after this, it was the, uh, it's suspected that the marinette was absorbed into the girl, like the, it absorbed the girl's remnant, um, and Remnant is pretty much like a kind of soul energy, and it'll become more important later on. Uh, this is this whole concept really uh, reminds me of the Call of Duty Nazi zombies uh, mm, yeah, kind yeah. of thing, because yeah. they use Vril energy a lot, which is the energy from souls. And I think that's probably the happiest I was when they were started talking about this, and then it just goes downhill from here. <laughs> Because I think the concept of using souls as an energy source fascinates me. And, like, to no end. So, like, even... I, I listen I listen to a lot of ancient alien shit. And there's a speculation that aliens don't have souls, which is why they prey on humans so much. Because they want to harness that ability. I don't know. I mean, it is interesting. I feel like it's sci-fi as hell, but people actually believe that. Shut the fuck up. This isn't your goddamn podcast. 
So anyway. Oh, this was an interaction. Go audience. fuck you. <laughs> So, in 1975, Chica's Party World is opened. I don't know why this was important, but... It was was other... I think it was more to just make the kind of transition from Fred Bear's Family Diner to Freddy Freddy Fazbear's Pizza seem more normal or more actual. It was like Chica wasn't in the original, and then she was in this one, and they were like, how did that happen? And it was like, oh, she had her own thing, and then they kind of merged, maybe. I don't fucking care. <laughs> um, Chica's Party World is opened. Uh, this is when the first Funtime animatronics were created by Afton LLC, uh, which is William Afton's... Uh, Corporation. Engineering company, or whatever you want to call it. Um the Funtime animatronics were designed to lure children away and capture or kill them. Now, rarely do I do this, but with Five Nights at Freddy's lore, I'm going to fucking do it because you can't stop me. The internet's already ran wild. I'm going to put some of my own speculation in this. Uh, like I said, rarely do I do it. I like to bring the facts, but there are none. <laughs> it's all make-believe. Fuck it. So, um... My speculation is that uh, Afton found out about Remnant Energy and wanted to use it to power his animatronics or power something. So, But the animatronics makes the most sense because of how weird they are. It makes sense that they ran on Soul. Um, so that's my theory. Uh, during the first year of its opening, the Funtime animatronics would kill five children. Uh, if you want to know why this franchise stayed open, me too. <laughs> yeah, how it just kept going. Tweeted us. Same, tell tell same, us same. why. Tell us why the Five Nights at Freddy's game goes on beyond the death of five children. Actually, beyond the death of one children. Yeah. Um. So in 1978, a third restaurant is open, uh, called Circus Baby's Pizza World. Um, this has a whole separate set of fun time animatronics. However, things did not go as planned for Afton as Baby, the titular animatronic of the restaurant, captures and kills his daughter, Elizabeth. Um, also on opening day, the other three animatronics killed nine children. Somehow stayed open. We're going to keep going. (laughs) Yeah, no, the franchise should have ended a while ago, but uh, there we go. Yeah. Dude, fucking... People still talk about the time a Chuck E. Cheese got shot up. There weren't any children in there. No children died in there. Some of the workers died, but the guy came in after hours because he used to work there. He was a disgruntled employee. Came in there, just just shot up the place. The fucking Chuck E. Cheese came down there and ate a kid. Like that. They put him into the pizza? Yeah, dude. It's fucked up. It's dumb. (laughs) <laughs> it's a big dump. <laughs> in 1983, Fred Bear and, Fred Bear and Friends opened, replacing Fred Bear's uh, the diner. Uh, also, Afton designs new spring lock suits of the original characters for his location. During this location, one of the spring lock suits, while in animatronic ro- mode, bit the youngest son of Afton, from here on referred to as the crying child, because they didn't give him a name. This put him in a coma, which eventually resulted in his death. Uh, if you're wondering why it's 83 and not 87, because there's two bites, cunt. Fuck you. Yeah, because why just have one when we can make it more complicated and have two and have the internet fight over it? Yeah, and then Pat comes in, the god from above he is, and goes, 
no guys, there's two. And we all collectively go, ah, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, that, that crying child eventually goes into Golden Freddy. Uh, yes, the, the crying. Yeah, I don't <clears throat> think I mentioned that from here on. Crying child eventually becomes Golden Freddy. Yes. Uh, who is just like the soul in an empty suit. Yeah. And so. the, uh, the spring lock suits were made for people to wear. So that's, yeah. that's different from the other animatronics, which were just animatronics. But the spring lock could be both animatronic or worn by a person. Right. Um, <clears throat> in 1985, we see the opening of Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria, which means more fucking animatronics because we don't have enough. Um, <clears throat> this time, they weren't spring lock uh, suits, and they were based on the TV show of Fazbear and Friends. Uh, they didn't. They stop using spring lock suits because they, because of the bite. They're like, all right, enough of this. Yeah, uh, we, and we can't uh, use they were also... <laughs> we're not going to close the restaurant. We're just going to stop these suits. They were also known to be incredibly dangerous. Yeah, because they're springy. Um, during this time, Afton murders five more children, um, this time without the help of animatronics. Uh, however, Henry's daughter, who is, now one of, who is now one with the marionette, puts the souls or remnant of these... Children into the animatronics. Also in 85, Afton tries to get Circus Babies Entertainment and Rentals financed. Uh, getting funded, Afton uses the animatronics from Circus Babies Pizza World to start uh, Circus Babies Entertainment and Rentals. I wasn't typing that out again, so I put C-V-E-R. Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> I knew he did that for like a lot of them. So he worked in an underground facility that was originally used to house uh, that the the circus babies are uh, the circus babies pizza generation of animatronics, uh, and where they would also be repaired. Uh, hiring his oldest son Michael to run the show down there, Afton remained doing what he was doing. However, Michael ends up having the animatronic amalgamation of all the fun time animatronics entered, for the lack of a better term, climb inside of him. Yeah, this is where shit gets dumb. I <laughs> yeah, the the it literally, he literally gets this animatronic put inside of him, and it, the animatronic just walks out. Like, wearing his body as a suit. He's wearing a skin suit. Yep. We're at that point. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> I, seven days after Ennard gutted Michael, he, Michael starts to decompose. This led to Ennard leaving Michael's body. Ennard returns to the facility and splits with Baby. Baby puts herself together again with Scrap, and Ennard, with uh, Funtime Freddy in charge, becomes Molten Freddy. These names are fucking dumb! Yeah... Yeah, they're pretty dumb. So, in 1987, Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria Dos, that is number two, opens. This time, the toy animatronics are in the facility, as well as or the original stored in parts and storage. Um, the toy animatronics, I believe, are used as security? They are used, they are the entertainment during the day, security at night. Yeah, they're looking for killers. They are, they have a criminal recognition system in them. That makes it so that they can uh, see supposed murderers before when they enter the building. Yeah. So this is. But like... uh, I wonder who built the criminal recognition system. <laughs> oh wait, the guy who's fucking murdering everyone. Yeah. So yeah, these aren't possessed. Yeah, they... they're like one of the only ones that don't have like any souls in them. Yeah, they're never possessed unless they're powered by remnant, which we don't know. But yeah. um, they don't have souls in them. Yes. Which is pretty neat. Um, so the original animatronics are referred to as uh, Withered, because why not? 
Um, on November 11th, 1987, Afton kills five more kids while Withered Freddy, who is possessed by one of the original kids and the marionette, try to stop him. Afton then messes with the criminal recognition system that the toy animatronics, that's in the toy animatronics, to stop the night guard currently on staff. Killing the guard, Afton takes up the name Fritz Smith, uh, taking over as the guard for, F- for the um, Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria 2. Uh, 1993, the year I was born, the withered animatronics were refurbished and Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria 3 is made. Afton again kills the guard of this place and takes over as the security guard under the name Mike Schmidt. The withered animatronics also try to kill him. Uh, Afton then dismantles the animatronics one by one. Finally, he's confronted by the ghosts of the children. He hides in the Springtrap Bonnie costume from the first restaurant that's being stored in the new pizzeria. But the spring traps fail, impaling Afton and crushing him inside the suit. And that's where the game should end, but this game doesn't make any fucking sense. We have to keep going. More. We are in the cyberpunk future now. Yes. In the year 2023. Cyberpunk future. Um, Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria 3 is stripped and turned to a horror attraction called Fazbear's Fright. Which is brilliant. Yes. Absolutely brilliant. I thought that that was the best. FNAF 3 is my favorite one. Um, I thought that that was the best direction to take. Direction, yeah, absolutely. Oh, we got all this pizza stuff, but all these kids keep getting murdered. How many times can a kid get murdered and it not be scary? Let's just make it a horror attraction. Yeah, might as well. Um, so the withered animatronics are mostly used as decoration, um, but one full animatronic is found, uh, which is spring track with um, Afton's remains inside. However, the guard for this place is one Michael Afton, who is his son. I don't know how he's still alive. Yeah, he's just still alive after the, uh, the whole entered nonsense, but whatever. They don't explain it. They don't. Never. They never explain how he's still alive. It's dumb. Um, so he, he went here to, to, to stop his dear old dad. Yeah, uh, and, Michael uh, Afton like took up this mantle of like stopping this whole fucking mess. Yeah, he tries to fix everything. So he goes to where his dad is uh, in the spring trap suit, and he tries to and he burns the place down, but his spring trap survives. Um, so then, when a new uh, Fred Bear's Family Diner franchise is opened, uh, Henry, who we talked about at the beginning, yeah. uh, buys one of the remaining buys one. Of uh, the diners where all the, anima- the remaining animatronics keep showing up. This is uh, being Baby, Molten Freddy, who is uh, entered, Springtrap, which has Afton, and Lefty, which um, is designed to capture the puppet, who has the daughter. Yeah, Lefty is literally designed to capture uh, the remnant energy, isn't it? Or is it just designed to capture the marionette? I I don't know. It might be both. I know. It, I think it does. Capture... Lefty's weird. Yeah. He he's like new as of Five Nights at Freddy's Six, and like we're not a hundred percent sure, but his blueprints are in FNAF Six, because I told you this lore you gotta go gotta go hunting for. Yeah. His blueprints are in FNAF Six, and uh, they say exactly what his creation purpose was. But he was created by Afton to I think capture the marionette. Specifically knowing what the marionette was. So uh, these animatronics are the Afton family and different animatronics. Uh, these The animatronics are the Afton family in 
um, oh. inside different animatronics with their specific remnants in it. So he traps them all in this diner and burns it to the fucking ground, ending this nonsense until Scott Cawthorn decides to continue it some more. And print more money, because this franchise prints fucking money. So, I um left out a game, because I didn't know where it fit. Four? Four. The only place I can think four would fit is during the time where Michael Afton isn't gutted. Uh, if you play Five Nights at Freddy's 5 and you make it to the mini game in FNAF 5 that is very similar to the other ones in the franchise, the uh, camera monitoring one, you can press a button or some bullshit and it'll bring up a room that looks exactly like the bedroom from 4. You press the, the year, you press the code that's the year 1983. Okay. And it'll bring up a bedroom that looks just like the one in four. Uh, I suspect that's probably where it fits in. That uh, it's the youngest child's room or something. Which would mean you'd be playing as the crying child before they died, maybe. Yeah. When they're comatose. Yeah. Uh, and being chased by nightmares of all the animatronics. But uh, that it fits in. That's probably the neatest it fits in. Although it's not that fucking neat. But uh, at the end of the day, no one really knows what's up with this game. Yeah, I. It's tough because like I'm used to. One of the reasons we decided to do this whole fucking show is because we really like lore and games, and the the games that I dive the deepest into the lore for are the games that probably have the vaguest lore, like Dark Souls and stuff. And I think that this game has good has a good story if Scott Cawthorn would just say that it's a good story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people have said, like, oh, is this it? And he's like, nah, nah, you're missing something. Nah, 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 you're missing something. It's always you're missing something. And then he writes the books, because there's there's books for Five Nights at Freddy's, and I don't know if you've read them. I've read The Silver Eyes, but I haven't read any of the others. But the books aren't canon. So you're not helping your case there, buddy. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where if you want to have a good story, you have to eventually say what it is but eventually scott needs to like confirm or say what exactly the story is because that's what the creators of dark souls have done over time like is this the story and then eventually they'll go you're almost there oh you got it right with that one and or they also give you all the tools to find the story and i feel like that's the issue with this is we don't have all the tools you and just, every we time we keep getting more games, then we, we go, keep, oh, we keep getting more games that just raise more questions than answers. Yeah. That's my biggest gripe with Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 1 as a standalone game has an almost complete perfect story, even with the Nameless King. Like, there's a lot of speculation that the Nameless firstborn son of Gwyn um, was Solaire. And it kind of makes sense. Like, you could see how that works. But then Dark Souls 3 came out, and then you have characters like the Nameless King, who is the firstborn son of Solaire, and all these other characters that they're adding, like, uh, a final daughter of Gwyn and all this stuff. Well, like, 
what are you doing? <laughs> Do you even know what you're doing? Yeah. You're adding more questions than answers, and you're never going to answer them. So Dark Souls 3 really kind of pissed me off from a lore, like, from a gameplay section, like, perspective. Tightest in the franchise, by far. Tighter than Bloodborne, in my opinion. But from a lore perspective, all it did was enrage me. It was all a bunch of fan service and questions. But, like, you didn't have any answers or ways to find the answers. Yeah. Uh, I heard someone once describe it as 75% of a story. And that's what I feel like FNAF is. Even with every game that comes out, it's still 75% of a story. Yeah. It's enough to make people interested but not enough to make people satisfied. And that is maybe my biggest gripe with Five Nights at Freddy's story. Well, it's because that just that's like the formula to like, I don't know, it's like, the, it's like, a, it's like a drug. It's like you hit a little bit and you like come back for more later when I make another one. Yeah, which is what everyone does. And I, I Scott is making money hand over fist on this fucking franchise. But it's... It gets to a point where it's exhausting. Uh, and if you can't tell from Matt Pat's more recent Five Nights at Freddy's videos, he's exhausted by this franchise. Right. But he has to keep doing it because it gets fucking views for it. It gets, it makes his, it pays his bills. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's the same thing as Scott. He, he gave us 75% of a story and said, you can try with the rest of it and never told us what the rest of it was. And he keeps doing that with every subsequent game. And as it's one thing to have a game that has a subtle story, but it's another thing to have a game that has three fourths of a story. And I feel like that's why I got so mad at writing this. Probably. It's because it's, it's so intentionally absent. It's like uh, when we were talking about the, SNES Mini on the show before and how I say as I look at my SNES Mini and how originally I was enraged because they were making it sparse on purpose. They were only making so many copies. You're doing this on purpose. You're not making a really thoughtful uh, a game with a really unknown and uh, speculative story. You are but you're, you're not giving us the tools to actually finish it. Yeah, and it it really was frustrating to write, um, which isn't and I'm I'm sounding very negative and I'm was very negative writing this. Let's be perfectly honest, because it was very <laughs> frustrated. It's still a very original story, oh, absolutely. which is so fucking rare nowadays. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it's it's not a zombie story as far as a horror game goes. Thank God. As far as a horror game goes, it's arguably the most original horror game storyline I've ever seen. But it's just very frustrating when you are trying to dive into it and find what the actual story is, and you eventually just come to the conclusion that it's not there. It's just not done. Yeah. It's and and it's not done in a way like, oh, the sequels will have it. It's just not done. <laughs> like, because every subsequent sequel, it's still not done. Yeah. So it, it's frustrating and annoying, but it is what it is. I can't fight with the franchise forever yeah other so. people we got the internet for that yeah they'll they'll all argue on our behalf <laughs> the internet hive mind but 
Uh, on that very negative note, I'd uh, like to end the episode like we like to end every episode. Nick, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a, a, a wee bit of Skyrim. Skyrim. I uh, did the Thieves Guild quest. Oh, what'd you think of the Thieves Guild? Did you get the Nightingale armor? It's dope. It's the coolest looking armor in the game. It's so dope. I was like, oh my god, this is great. You look like a damn Sith Lord. Um, and then I got the skeleton key, and I did not give it back. <laughs> okay, if you if you do a full thief playthrough, the spells you get from Nightingale, which we talked about in our last episode, check out our episode on Daedric Princes. Uh, the spells you get from Nightingale are actually really really good. Um, there's one that makes it so that every you activate it, and then every time you crouch for a certain amount of time, you turn invisible. That's great. Uh, and wearing the nightingale armor with that, that like muffles your steps and stuff, you're impossible to find. It gets your snake skill up so fast. And just follow guards around Whiterun invisible. It's pretty great. And then uh, Dragon Ball Fighters came out last week, so I've been playing that. Uh, yeah, there's a, um, a YouTuber that I really like uh, that uh, does a lot of fighting games. That's why I know him. And uh, he was showing combos and stuff for Dragon Ball Fighter that I was watching. I was like, this looks fun. It's so much fun to play. Um, I wish the 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 story wasn't was better. I feel like like Injustice does it better. I'm not like the story itself, but like playing through it, like you you just fight clones constantly because clones are part of the story. Yeah. But I mean, it's a fighting game, so I don't expect much. But like, it's broken into three arcs because it's Dragon Ball. Um, and, like, the first arc, the AI seems very, very easy, and you still get, like, tutorials and, like, every once in a while. Like, repeated tutorials. So, it's kind of weird, but it's really fun to play. I suck at it still. You'll know. get better. Stuff, doing, it's just, doing all the special moves are, like, pretty much based on the same stuff. It's, like, push down and then roll over to the right or roll over to the left yeah. and then push a button. I just don't always... That the rolling action always fucks me up. You've never p played fighting games, like real fighting games. You yeah, played yeah, Smash, yeah. but like, and, and Smash is a fighting game in its own right, but it's so different than any other fighting game. Oh, absolutely. Like you, you haven't been playing real ones before, so you gotta kind of get used to that. But uh, you will. Yeah, I like it. It's good. I uh, wish there was. There was like more characters to unlock. I think there's you can unlock three, but I got two of them for pre-ordering. So oh. then you just get one for the end of the story. Which is, I guess it's kind of my own fault, but I like that they don't have fifty forms of every character. Right. Like every, and like all character, the characters feel different. It's not like here's base Goku, here's Super Saiyan one Goku, here's Super Saiyan two Goku, here's Super Saiyan three Goku. Like you just get Goku. Yeah. The only difference is you get God, Goku and Vegeta are separate things, but that's fine. Yeah, that makes sense. They played. They play a little bit different. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's it's tons of fun. It's so flashy and like high paced and, and pretty. Like, yeah, it's yeah, pretty. It's so pretty. It yeah. looks like an anime. It's yeah. It looks like the show. I was at my friend's house and his girlfriend is watching. His girlfriend is watching uh, DBZ because I guess she hadn't watched all of it before, oh, so no she's shit. running. She's running through it, and we put that. We booted up the game on the TV, and she walks in. And she goes, "Why are you watching this without me?" And we go, "No, this is the game." And she goes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks pretty incredible. Because it was like the it was like the the screenshot of like all of them fighting. Oh yeah. Um, that like shows when the f game first loads up. Um, 
So yeah. Yeah, I'm a. Yeah, I think it it looks pretty incredible. Uh, I might pick it up. I'm in, I'm in no rush to pick it up, but I might. Uh, I haven't been playing shit, dude. I've barely been playing Future Fight. Good. <laughs> I've been so goddamn busy lately. I've uh, been playing Skyrim. You saw me playing Skyrim. I was playing Skyrim right before this. Yeah. Um, I uh, redown. I repurchased uh, Lego Super Heroes Two, but this time for my Switch. So I'm playing through that a little bit because I just haven't had the time, and the only time I have is right before I go to bed. I'll play a little bit on my Switch because it, I it's I use it as a mobile console more than anything. Yeah. So I can play it for a little bit there, but I have such a log of games and I just haven't had the time or energy. I I got a promotion at work and it's still adjusting and all of that. So it's yeah, I just haven't had any time. Like I have the the new character came out for Dead by Daylight. Still haven't played her. I like haven't been I have like a backlog of games. Yeah. Uh, I still got to beat near so I can get it back to you. Yep. And I just, uh, I haven't had the time. It's, it's unfortunate. And like, even at work, like before I could like at least keep future fight running at work, but yeah, it's even that, uh, only thing I've really been able to do this week in future fight is I got Thanos unlocked. You said that last week. Oh, did I? Yeah. I got him leveled up a little bit. There you go. He's pretty, pretty good, but he's bitched a little up. But he's 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 natural tier two, and natural tier two is the hardest to level up in the game. And yep, they're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you are absolutely correct with that. But I have him at three star mastery, which is halfway there. Well, halfway there. It's on paper halfway there. It's more like a quarter of the way there, because it's six star mastery is the top. Yeah, but like the jump from two to three stars is. So much less than the jump from like four to five stars. It's just exhausting. But yeah, I sure am playing that game sometimes. It's, I just am boring now. Yeah, you suck. Yeah. Boo. I don't play no more video games. Boo. But don't worry, Nick. I studied this for hours. <laughs> I yeah. did this instead of Skyrim. I looked up this bullshit story. FNAF. But, uh, yeah, so that's me. I'm fucking boring. I'll get a new game eventually. Um, check us out on social media. We are on both Instagram and Twitter at Navi underscore Tales, at Navi underscore Tales. Send me pictures of you playing video games so I can live vicariously through you. I think that's everything yeah go uh go tell us about to your friends go tell us to your friends yeah, go tell go tell your that friends we exist. about us because we like you and your friends yeah shut up <laughs> i see this is how i treat my friends not how you should treat your friends yeah you should treat your friends nicely by saying hey check out this podcast yeah no wrong idea shut up so uh until next time well, we'll see you then. Bye. Love you. <laughs> what? A mixtape. Oh, I, I uh, listened to an interesting podcast.
that I'd re- recommend. Not ju- the podcast itself, but this specific episode. I listened to... Um, so I guess uh, Matt Ryan, I think that's his name. The guy who did Star Wars. Matt Johnson. I'm going to get the, Matt something. Something. The guy who did Star Wars. The last one. The last Jedi. What do you mean did? Directed. Wrote. Oh. Both. He did both. Matt Ryan, I... No. No, that's like a football guy, isn't he? Matt Ryan, I think is... Who's the name of the guy who plays Constantine? Oh, wait. That might be Matt I Ryan. think that's Matt Ryan. I just love Constantine, yeah. No, it's a football guy. Who the fuck's Constantine? Oh, my God. We are getting so confused. Yeah, dude. It's the guy who plays Constantine. I just typed in Matt Ryan and gave me a football Bruh. guy. Oh, there's too, <laughs> there's too many Matt Ryans. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson did Star Wars. Matt Ryan did Constantine. And apparently Matt Ryan's also a football player. Now we got all that squared away. I listened to a podcast who I guess are good friends, acquaintances with Ryan Johnson before he did Star Wars. Um, So they brought him onto the podcast after he did Star Wars. And he talked a lot about Star Wars. So it was just really interesting to hear him do that in like... The director's perspective. But like not in like a fucking entertainment tonight interview like it was just like if they're friends with him like it's more relaxed like i like us talking type of thing so it's like really uh, i like it it was really interesting to hear it was um the slash slash film slash film cast um slash film podcast you can type in slash like the word but i think it's actually like the backslash like the not the backslash like an actual slash symbol and then film but either one of those I'm sure you'll find it because it'll say fucking Ryan Johnson everywhere but uh, it was really interesting to listen to um, just to like hear his thought process of like all the movies and stuff because like he was like I wrote the movie before they started like I started writing the movie before they started shooting Force Awakens so like a lot of that like oh he changed everything like he all he did was read the script for the movie Um, so like he didn't have like like he, one of the things he said was like, uh, like they were like, oh, so you you changed everybody's like everybody had like this opinion of Snoke, and you were kind of just like, nah. And he's like, well, I really didn't have like how everybody was gonna hold that character up, like cause the movie hadn't come out yet, and the audience reaction hadn't happened yet. Um, but yeah, it was just really interesting, and I would recommend it to anybody that wants that finds that interesting. And that's all I have to say about that. Oh, I definitely want to listen to it. No, I'm, f- I'm fine with this I don't decision. know why anyone gives a shit about him. Because it's the internet. Because he's different and he's mysterious. Ooh. Well, I'm different and I'm mysterious. He's literally the emperor. Yeah, he's the same character. Anyways. The fuck you playing? Future fight. Fuck, it better not be. Nick hates the fact that I have fun. Me too. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I just might. Side note, when you wrote this, you put Revenant. It's not the movie, it's Revenant. See, Revenant is also the name for when you raise the dead <clears throat> in Skyrim. Oh. It's like a permanent, it's uh, rather that like, so you have like, um, Flame Atronach Thrall. Mm-hmm. So instead of it, or I think instead of it being a thrall, it's just called Reven- Revenant. 
But um, yeah, you're probably right. Um, these time, uh, these time. <laughs> I actually typed that. <laughs> this is what I deal with <laughs> every fucking week. These time, these time, the vats bring luck. Someone, someone said help. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> oh, God, you're like that teacher. What teacher? You know that teacher that goes, well, when everyone's talking in class, they just sit in the front. I'll <clears> wait. <throat> and just stare. It doesn't, it didn't work on my high school, on my classes in high school because we just kept talking. It's exactly what we wanted, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, I've had a couple of teachers who've done that. It, isn't it dumb? I think it's dumb. Oh, I'll wait. Okay, you're going to be there a minute. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess, and you probably should be talking anyways. Um, also in 85, Afton tries to get Circus Baby's Entertainment. And retails. Rentals. Rentals. Retails. Retails. We literally just said this word. Why are you giving me shit about writing? Huh? Huh? You added this sentence. <laughs> no, that sentence was yours. No, that's not mine. Yeah, that is oh, yours. Right. That is your sentence. No, that's I, not did, my sentence. I didn't add that. You added that sentence. I did not, not add that. Not my sentence. I added the... Uh, Not my sentence. You added that. I added the, the names of the remaining animatronics no, and fixed that. Henry. <laughs> Josh is just bad because he fucks up all the time. <laughs> oh my god. Can you unplug that fridge for me, Zach? It's to the left of it. It should be right behind the couch. There's a brown plug. You got this. Don't eat my fucking Cheetos, dick! There's water in there. And a Pepsi. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, exactly. No, don't eat my goddamn Cheetos. Why don't you love me? Those are so loud, stop. Yeah, you're gonna make way too much noise. Put them back on top of the fridge next to my oh Five Nights at- Oh my god. I have a Five Nights at Freddy's teddy bear that someone bought me, and it's adorable, actually. Yeah. But, um... What a douche. Um, I'd argue that the death brand armor's better. Shut up. I don't know what that looks like off the top of my head. Don't you mean the Daedric? No, it's death brand. It's from one of the expansions. You find the from a treasure map. They're different. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking it's about. It's so freaking cool. And you get like crazy uh, stats. It's a fucking shitty. <laughs> it's a shitty picture. That's kind of. Well, if you look at the stats on them, they're ridiculous. Yeah, that, that's the cool part about the Death Brand armor. I know what you're talking about. Dueling, you get like 100%. Don't you. Is that the set where if you wear the full set, you can walk on water? <laughs> <laughs> Plus 100 armor when full set is worn. Oh, that's it. But uh, the no, boots I... the boots make it so you can walk on water. I think that's. No, boots are carrying capacity by 10. 
Maybe I'm thinking another set then. I think I just picked up that set that you could walk on water. It's in um, it's in one of the runes in uh Solstheim. I think I just did that because I needed to go do it to get the book at the end. You yep. you fight. Yeah, you get it from that that rune. Yeah, I literally have that armor set. It's pretty. Cool. And like you get the mask off the boss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's also a helmet in there, but you get the mask off the boss. Are you right? Uh. But um. The fuck was I saying before Austin called me? Oh, you were talking about how you follow guards around. Yeah, I'd follow guards around while I'm invisible and I'd get it up. Uh, yeah. 